Hey, are you on TikTok? Before we get into this week's episode, I wanna invite you to come and follow me on TikTok. I'm putting out content there every single day and you're gonna love it. So come follow me at Wes Hone. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Well, hey guys, and welcome back to the podcast. You know, the Kingdom Business Podcast, we, we try and cover a whole bunch of things, right? Interviews with leading people in certain aspects of the faith from around the world, and you would have seen a bunch of those. And then there's kind of me kind of teaching, um, you know, some of that's mindset sort of things and, and, and businessy things. Well, today I want to get kind of really granular with you really just a tool that's going to help you, right? So less rah-rah and, and, and more just operational kind of like business building activity. I'm just basically going to take you through a really agile, kind of like a, a quick and dirty marketing plan ready for 2023. You know, 2023 is literally knocking on the door. It's five minutes away, it seems, right? It's, it's a couple of months, but it's, it's all going to happen so fast from here. And I just see so many people, right, that are on the back foot before they go into the year. And, you know, with marketing, it, you've got to be ahead of the curve. Otherwise, it never really, you know, you don't get to maximize the output, right? So, so I'm basically just doing a simple one-pager to get you thinking 30,000-foot view of marketing next year. And let me be clear, like, what I'm about to show you, it's probably not going to work if you are a corporate, uh, if you're a listed entity, you know, or if you've got multiple layers of management because there's so many people involved that they're going to need a lot more hand-holding and a lot more clarity to be able to execute on their job. What I'm about to show you is literally um, an agile model that would work for the small business owner, right? That zero to 10 to $15 million, you know, where the, where the CEO, the owner is still very, very operational, uh, that's the kind of best place for this kind of tool, right? So, um, and that's us as an organization. So basically, I'm just going to be teaching you the kind of way I think about my marketing messages for the year ahead. And, you know, if you don't do it this way that I'm about to show you and you go to the extreme of having to document, you know, a 50-page marketing plan, that's fine. But you've got to, you know, you've got to look at the trade-off of the cost here. You know, I don't have or want to have the time to spend a month documenting a marketing plan. Um, because my whole model is test and see, right? So, um, so what I'm about to show you is just an exercise that you know might take you 30 minutes to do, but it kind of sets you up for all of your activities in terms of marketing for 2023, right? So it's not a sophisticated plan. It's a very agile, high-level plan that forces you to cover the areas that are most important. I'm going to draw it here on my iPad. It's going to come up somewhere on the screen and you'll be able to pause and follow along and do the exercises for yourself. So when I think about marketing for 2023, you know, first and foremost, you know, if, if, you, if you're one of these people that say we don't do any marketing, like don't be proud about that. That's not a win, right? I guess it's a small win. If you've been able to survive with no marketing, then well done. Um, if you're surviving on word of mouth, well done, but that's a massively risky strategy uh, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that forever in a day, right? If it's got you to this point, then fantastic, but don't, don't, don't sit on a one-legged stool, right? Because gonna, you're going to end up hurting yourself. So this is about building out multiple pillars and you need to take marketing seriously. You can't scale a business without scaling marketing, right? You, you can't scale a message without having your message put in lots and lots of different places. And, um, and one of my favorite words, right, is the word ubiquitous. 
um, and ubiquitous essentially is seemingly everywhere. Um, omnipresent, right, is is everywhere all the time, right, which is God, but but ubiquitous is seemingly everywhere all the time, right, and and that's what good marketing does. People see you, you know, on their on their, I mean, on a digital, they see you on Google, they see you on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, you know, YouTube, and then they see you on a billboard, they hear about you in a networking event, they meet you somewhere, their friend mentions them. Like if, that's kind of like what you need your message to do. Uh, and then when you get that, then you'll have so much business coming towards you that, that you'll be able to scale a great company. So I'm, I'm basically through those lenses going to build out what you need to do for next year so that you can get to the end of next year um, and you've built a lot more awareness, a lot more customers, a lot more revenue and a lot more profit. So it starts, right? It starts at the center of the plan with our big goal. So what's our big goal for 2023? you know, in terms of marketing. Um, a couple of thoughts around this. Obviously, you can put a revenue target. The problem with a revenue target in terms of marketing is the two are not necessarily linked. Um, I guess they're linked. They're not directly linked. You know, you can market and get a whole bunch of small customers and miss your revenue target. So you could get, you could get more customers than you need, but they were all small and therefore you don't get the revenue target. So yeah, I think you're better off, you know, in terms of setting your marketing goal to, you know, to, to do like a number that's like sales, number of sales, number of transactions, right? That would be, number of transactions would be a kind of metric that would be good. Number of new customers would be a fantastic metric. Um, and then you'd have to think through whether you're marketing to your existing database and fresh or just fresh for this exercise, just a new business and either of those is okay. Um, you know, it could be uh, it could be number of widgets sold, right? Whatever widgets are for you, whether that's an hour of time or whether that's a physical product, okay? But it's you know, and and let's let's be even broader. You could set a marketing um, big goal for like growing your database, and you know, and you're taking a really long term view of the dollars that come from them, right? So all of those are fine. And you can obviously put a dollar figure, but I just think that other metrics that are directly related to marketing are better to put in here, okay? So let's just say we said customers, like number of new customers for the year. Um, then, you know, I'll just pick a nice round figure of 100 because it's going to make the exercise easier, but it wouldn't matter if yours is, you know, three because each one brings you a large amount of money or it wouldn't matter if it's, you know, 3,000 because you get you know, tons of little transactions. It doesn't really matter what the target is for the exercise. You've just got to settle on, okay, what is my big goal and what is success from a marketing perspective in 2023? So once we've got that big goal, we go bang, okay, that's, that's, that's what we're going for for the year. And then we come out a rung, okay? Now we obviously need to have and when I say obviously, because I've been harping on about it, but if this is your first episode, then it won't be so obvious. Um, but one of the things that I'm a massive fan of is we've got to build omni-channel, right? We've got multiple channels. We need at least 10 pillars to drive our marketing, right? 10 different avenues to bring in business, All right? So what do I mean by that? Okay, so we've got, we've got to have 10 different marketing pillars that we build out. Let me just go through all of these and I'll, I'll run through them. And when I say 10, 
um, I don't mean nine. I maybe mean 11, but I don't mean nine. I think you need to get 10 marketing pillars operationally at the same time, because that's what de-risks your business, right? When you've got multiple pillars, okay, so let me put it this way. If you've got three pillars, Google Ads, networking, and word of mouth, that's awesome. But what happens when Google, Google like this year, when Google makes such massive changes to their ads platform that you all of a sudden get no revenue from it until you spend 12 months figuring out what's just changed, right? So that's the problem with only having three, right? Is that one pillar can be taken away from you so quickly. When you've got 10, right, and Google Ads is a bit of a challenge, you've still got nine channels producing your leads, right? So that's why you gotta to get to the point where you have 10. So what do I mean by, by pillars, right? So let's go with Google Ads. Let's go with Facebook ads. Let's go with Instagram ads. Let's go with LinkedIn ads. Let's go with TikTok ads, cold calling, because you're allowed to do that these days. Still allowed to get on the phone and ring some people. Phenomenal strategy. Um, what about strategic alliances where you partner with some other businesses and you, you, know, you market them to your database and they market you, know, you to them and, and you kind of find ways to link arms and do that. That's a good idea. What about sending some wow boxes? Wow. Right, which is direct mail on steroids. Uh, what about if you actually went and did some networking and got out and met with the people and so forth? Um, and then what happens if you did a flyer? Flyer would be a good idea. So let's just come up with one random new idea to get business and let's go with billboards. Why? Because billboards in a major city are rubbish, but in a regional area, they can be incredibly affordable. So could regional TV. I mean, th there's, about, there's about 50 different marketing pillars that nearly every business can use, right? So we just randomly pick 10. That's if I did 10. Oh, hey. I hope you're enjoying this week's episode. Listen, I'm just here training a group here in this room, but I need you to subscribe to my channel. Guys, do you think they should subscribe to the channel? Yeah! Guys, please, subscribe. So, that, okay, so we've got, we've got the big goal and we've got the pillars. These are all the pillars that we're gonna run or build out over the year. The next kind of rung from here is, okay, what does each of these pillars produce, all right? So, if we just take the spider out a little bit further. All right, so if we said that we are going for 100 as our big quarterly goal, then how much do I want Google to produce of my 100, right? Let's go with 30. How much do I want Facebook to produce of my 100? I want this pillar, Facebook, to produce 15 of my 100 customers for the year or whatever metric you're going for, right? Um, I want Instagram to produce five. I want LinkedIn to produce three. I want TikTok to produce two. Why? Because it would be a testing year for TikTok to check it works. So you wouldn't be expecting a whole bunch because they're ad platforms early. Cold calls, I'm expecting to get 16. Strategic alliances, I want to get 11. Right? Wow boxes, we're going to get six, but they're really high value. Networking, I'm expecting to get five and so forth. Right? Flyers, I'm going to get six. And, and, and from a billboard, I'm going to get three. Right? And I didn't add that up, but let's say that adds up to 100. So first and foremost, what's the goal? Second of all, which pillars am I going to put in place to achieve the goal? Then we go out one rung and we go, okay, what portion of the new business do I want each pillar to produce? Okay? Then we go out one rung further. So we go, okay, next part. We take the spider out a little bit more. And we go, okay. Next question on the plan is, what is our budget? What is our marketing budget for 2023? All right, so now you might be thinking, well, it's nothing. Well, that's not gonna work. You know, and just because it's been nothing doesn't mean it should be nothing next year, right? So we need to think about budget. And actually, we need to think, more than just budget for ads. 
So basically, in terms of budget, we want to break it down into ads and production. Let me just say, I mean, ads is obviously easy. It's the money you give to the platform to promote you, to drive you traffic, right? That bit's easy, right? And that needs a number. But actually, one thing that's interesting that's emerging, and it's already here, but it's coming in a much bigger way, is the businesses that will dominate are the ones that invest in production value, right? So, so it's cool to sit there with your, you know, your iPhone and your, and your AirPods and shoot a piece of content and put it out. There is a place for that. But actually, if you see what big businesses are doing, right? You know, you pick, um, you pick um, like, uh, like the grand final of any sport right, Super Bowl for America, right, you know, we have the AFL, the rugby, right, like you, you take the pinnacle of TV, traditional TV, and, and those brands that are promoting on there, you know, would, would typically spend, you know, a million, two million dollars on production value to produce a 60 second ad to run on television, right? You know, but there are these other small businesses that are running these real kind of junky, low-grade ads on other channels, right? Well, if you look at what's, so that's what's always been. If you look at what's happening now, those businesses, those brands that were spending one to $2 million on a traditional TV ad are now realizing that they can spend $150,000, right, on a digital, on an ad that goes digital first. So they're not trying to push it to TV, they're trying to push it to social, which means they're not restricted to 60 seconds. It can be 70, 80, 90, one minute, two minutes, three minutes. Like, so they're spending a hundred, so they're spending way less doing it purely for a digital landscape, right? And getting mass, much bigger bang for a buck. Now that makes sense if you're a big player because you can play down into digital. Here's the problem you're competing for the same space on digital as these people that are taking it really seriously. Now, you don't have to spend $150,000 on creatives, but you have to add production value. That's the world that we live in today if you want to do this, right? You know, I mean, we are taking it somewhat seriously, right? When we, you know, we, in here we have a studio and then we might go out on the street and get a drone up in the middle of surfers and produce content and stuff like that, right? So. We're still early stage on investing in the production value, but most people are still trying to work out whether if I just get a ring light and stick it above my computer, is that now cutting edge? It's not, okay? You're gonna have to invest in production value. For me, that's why I bought a team in-house to do production, because I wanna do it at scale, on demand, really agile, you know, and, and to be fair, instead of paying a company $10,000 to come and shoot me a one minute or one, you know, one minute video. So for me, I would rather have all of that skill set in-house. So your ads need a budget and your production needs a budget, okay? And, um, and, and if it's zero, then, then maybe that's okay for a short amount of time while you're an early stage startup, but it can't be zero. You really have to think about putting some of your budget to production as well as ads. So let's just say somebody decided they have a $25,000 budget um, for all of next year. That's a pretty low marketing budget, right, for a year. Um, I understand that that could actually be a large marketing budget if you haven't spent any money, but um, in the scheme of things, $25,000 for a year is a pretty small marketing budget to grow a business, right? So let's say they might say, okay, I'm gonna spend 20 of my 25 on ads and five of my, my 25 on production, great. So now when it comes back to the spider, how am I gonna apportion my $20,000 spend according to pillars. 
Now, the reason why this is important is you might think, well, Google needs more because it's producing more. And in that particular case, that's true because Google is an expensive pay-to-play platform. But actually, some pillars could produce you a whole lot and they don't actually cost you a whole lot of money. So if I've got $20,000, yeah, maybe I'm giving you know, six of my 20,000, right, to Google because it's an expensive platform, but it's incredibly predictable and you need to be running ads on there. And if you have no idea what I mean by that, then reach out to us. We'll be able to point you in the right direction of how to do that. All right, and then we've got Facebook, right, where I'm only going to spend $3,000 on Facebook and I'm going to spend $2,000 on LinkedIn, right? And then, um, you know, Instagram, LinkedIn. You come around to TikTok, you might be like, I'm only going to spend $500 on TikTok just to kind of get a just to kind of get a, you know, a, a toe in the water, just to see what it's like. You know, when it comes to cold calls, that's gonna cost you zero. It's gonna cost you time on the phone. You know, when it comes to strategic alliances, that's gonna cost you zero, because that's setting up a whole bunch of relationships where you promote each other, but it doesn't have a hard cost in terms of marketing dollars. Right, wow boxes. Wow. Yeah, I mean, maybe that costs you $1,000 of your $20,000. Networking might cost you $1,500, right, to join one of those groups and so forth, right? So you basically just go around, um, you know, billboard 2K, whatever, right? So you then, okay, so we started with what's the goal for the year. We went out to what pillars are we running to achieve the goal. We went out to what proportion of my target is each pillar producing. And then we went, how am I apportioning my budget, right, for each of those pillars? So now you know how much money goes into what platform to achieve what metric of success that contributes to the big quarterly goal. That's where we've got to. So then we go, okay, one step further. We can come back to that if we need to. But, but essentially now we come to campaigns. So we, so we started off at 30,000 feet, getting a bit of a view. Now we need to kind of come into, okay, what are the campaigns that we're running through the year to get us to our quarterly target, right? So you will, you'll, have, you'll have a bunch of these. You know, and, and just to kind of broad brush it, you know, maybe, maybe you've got four campaigns in a year right? And you, you break them down into quarters, right? So, you know, in, in Q1, you're going to, you know, promote this kind of product or service. And then in Q2, you're going to push into this product or service. And then in Q3, you're going to launch a brand new product and service. So that's your campaign for that quarter. And then Q4, you're going to promote something else, right? So that's obviously one way to go. That's, that's not what we do. Uh, we break ours down into months, Okay? Um, and it doesn't really matter. If you've gone from we've never promoted anything, then maybe going a quarterly campaigns is a nice start, but we go monthly, right? So, you know, we've got month one. What am I producing in month one? So that's January, right? So I think, okay, what are my campaigns for January? What am I promoting? What am I building awareness for? What am I driving people to? Is it just awareness? Is it um, a call to action kind of campaign? And so forth, right? So I know January next year will be when we're really hard and deep into Kingdom Business Summit campaigns. We will launch them in December. We'll have a whole bunch of activity that happens over Christmas. If you're not sure what I mean, by the way, we run a conference every year. Uh, we've just locked in the dates. So we'll be going public with them real soon. But it'll be like a two and a half day conference, bringing in speakers all about Kingdom Business in Brisbane, Australia. And it'll be happening in March, 2023. So, so I know already, right, that January is gonna be Kingdom Business Summit marketing. Um, uh, and so for February for me um, is obviously just before March. We will have pretty, pretty much sold all of our tickets and our seats for that. 
um, because they're incredibly affordable and we, we're not trying to make a profit out of these events. So we'll fill that. So come February, um, I know what's coming, right? I have a book coming in March. It'll be the third book of the trilogy. Um, and so there'll be a whole bunch of marketing and campaigns around the book, right? And then in March, it'll be a big promotion for Masterclass, which is our coaching program. And so we go on through the year, okay? And then some of it, you know, we'll pick a month that's just promoted, just a campaign for the podcast, this one, right? And we'll promote that. So, so for me, right, I'm looking at my campaigns and they're already locked in. I know what my campaigns are for either each quarter or each month of next year, okay? So then we started out at 30,000 foot view. We've come down a little bit more to getting some clarity on the campaigns. And now all we need to do here to kind of round out this agile one is to go, okay, um, Q1, or you might have even chosen month one. What's my core message? So specifically for that campaign, what do I want to communicate, right? So if I go back to my example, we're going to, so January M1, we're going to be deep into Summit. You know, the core message is going to be get around a group of like-minded kingdom entrepreneurs. You know, come and, you know, come and make new friends, network. Core messages are going to be around hear from people that are going to challenge you and inspire you, right? You know, come and have a, you know, formal dinner with us. They're the kind of key messages, right, that we're going to be driving through at that time. So then I need to go, okay, what's my core message? And how do I say that in one minute, right? How do I say that in 15 seconds? How do I say that in a 10 minute long form? How am I gonna say that in print, right? How am I gonna say a script if I'm calling people for that core message? And the reason why you have to think about all those different layouts is because you, know, you kind of need to be everywhere all the time, like I said. So a one minute max is so that you can put that content on reels, right? But it, but it can't go, you know, in other places. 15 seconds is for stories, okay? You've only got 15 seconds, right, to be able to communicate your message. 10 minutes is long form. That can go in a feed. That can go in a TikTok feed, a Facebook feed, an Instagram feed, a LinkedIn feed, but, you know, not everywhere. And then, you know, in terms of if you're doing print media, what's your core message for print media? If you're going to be calling your database to invite them to the latest campaign, what's your core message that you want to get over the phone, all right? So between, so if we kind of build back up now, we go, Q1 or month one, 2023, this is my core message or messages that I want to get across, you know, in all of the mediums that I'll be using, right? And you've got to get that strict because, you know, you can't shoot a 16 by nine video and run it on stories and get it to look good. Why? Because you'll be this big on somebody's device because you didn't shoot it in the right format. So you've got to shoot a 15 second. And maybe we should break down how we do it here a little bit more. But literally, I'm recording this now. As soon as we finish recording the episode, we will produce the promos. And I'll do the promo five or six different times. I'll do a 15-second promo, a 30-second promo, a one-minute promo, and so forth. And I'll contextualize them. Hey, TikTok. Hey, Facebook. Right? Why? Because that's how you do it in 2023. So we get the core message and the different ways that we can articulate that. We build up to what are the campaigns over the year, either quarterly or monthly, and then we go even higher level and we go, okay, how does all of that feed into my, my pillars, my budget, and my big goal for the year? All right, so over to you, right? It's up to you to do this task now and, uh, and start to get on the front foot with your marketing so that you know, so that you are already locked and loaded with your messages, with your assets, with your scripts, so that bang, as soon as the year starts, you're running and, uh, and, and you get to be ahead of that curve. 
instead of waiting to January, see how you feel, and then when the phone's a bit quiet, produce some content. That is not a great way to intentionally scale your business. As always, there's two things I want you to do as a result of today's episode. One, tell me the one thing that jumped out to you most and put it in the comments for me. And second of all, execute on what you learn. You really don't need to give up half an hour of your life, right, for the sake of it. You need to give up half an hour of your life so that you learn something and, uh, and actually execute on it so that it adds in some small way to your business journey. Also, if you took value from this, please do me a favor. Share it, you know, if, if, if you're, if you're listening to this on, on podcast, then please just grab the URL, SMS it to some friends. If you're uh, watching this on YouTube right now, then please grab the share link, send it out to a bunch of people. I just need more people watching the show because that's my oxygen to make me want to come back and do this for you every single week. All right, don't forget, I want to hear the top one thing in the comments. Bless you. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>